Hello and welcome into the season two finale of the Talking Shop Football Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Matera. My guest today will be longtime, lifelong Bengals fan, Eric Caldwell. Uh, he's joining me from just outside of Sacramento, California. We are going to dive into the Super Bowl, of course. The Cincinnati Bengals versus the Los Angeles Rams, SoFi Stadium. Without further ado, let's kick things off. Welcome. Talking shop football pod. Al, your host, Matthew Matera. Football in the States is my specialty. That's how we did this show. Right. Tampa Bay is an excellent, excellent football team. You ready to let the dogs out? You think it's so funny, huh? Funny how? I'm really trying to sort of keep it together and be like cool about this. They kick the ball off to you, you get the ball. You run with the ball, they tackle you. A lot has been made about the great running banks, the New York Giants. So many good things have been happening. Now, let us begin. Welcome into the pod. Lifelong Bengals fan, Eric Caldwell, here to talk about the big game. Last game of the year, Rams versus Bengals. Eric, how are you? Oh, I'm doing I'm doing fantastic. I've been ecstatic. I've been floating through the past week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first ah. trip to the playoffs, or is it the first playoff win in, in your lifetime? Oh uh, well, yeah, first play. Well, first playoff win that I can remember. Uh, yeah, I yeah, I was born in '88, the end of '88, and then the Bengals immediately lost the Super Bowl. So <laughs> immediately, that was, that was the first I, thing they did yeah, in my lifetime. Yeah, more, more or less. <laughs> so uh, I have that hanging over my head, but um, yeah, then they won one ninety, ninety one, and that was it. It's been um, been barren ever since. <laughs> yeah, I, so I was gonna say, what are the Three, yeah, give me three greatest Bengals moments of your lifetime before this year. Oh, okay. Well, my three greatest, I want to say, was 2005. I forgot what week it was. It was late in the season, but they beat Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh, I believe, uh, to clinch basically the division. That was up there. That was cool. Um is that Marvin Jones' team, right? He's been the coach for the last, or I mean, before, you know, obviously, uh, he left a couple of years ago, but he was the coach yeah, for most was, of your life, right? Like 12, 15 years after he left the, was it the Ravens? Yeah, he was a, he was a coordinator with the Ravens. He also worked, I want to say, in D.C. Um, I can't, can't time that exactly, but I think it was right before that. But yeah, Marvin Lewis, and that was a, that was like his third year. That was a good time. Uh, 2009, all of 2009 was a great experience because no one expected them to do anything. And then uh, I want to say the first eight weeks of uh, 2015 were fantastic too when they went undefeated and then the wheels fell off. <laughs> that's here and right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, all that's in the past, right? I mean, now you're, you're going to the big show. You won three playoff games. Um, it's an exciting time for the for your fan base, and man, I don't know. Are you, are you nervous? Excited? Uh, what are your what are your what are your like emotions this week? Well, you know, having been thirty three years, and experiencing so much <sighs> trauma, disaster, all that. <laughs> uh, you know, it was yeah, it was all reinforced last year when uh, Burrow went down, but. Um, I remember watching the preseason game this year against Tampa, and they looked just rejuvenated and fantastic. And I was like, oh, damn, they might have something. And you just saw, like, a little glimpse. 
you really all saw it in the beginning of the season. I'm like, oh, dang, they're actually pretty good. Like, this team's legit. Obviously, they have warts, but they they hang in there. They just they play like a team. They love one another. It was great. And I was like, all right, like, we got something going. And then, um, you know, as the season went along, it's just solidified my belief in it. And, then, like, I've been on board. Like, usually I'm like, oh, Bengals are going to just, you know, poop the bed. But <laughs> they've uh, – you know, going in that Raiders game, I'm like, they're going to win. And going in the Titans game, I was like, they're going to win. And same thing with the Chiefs. I was like, they're going to win again. Like, I didn't feel concerned when they were down, you know, 11 half. I was like, all right, that's fine. We've been here before. Yeah. We can handle it. And going into this one, I'm like, they're going to win again. Like, I just don't – I don't see I, – I can't imagine it happening any other way, which is weird because the previous 33 seasons or however many have been through <laughs> – you're like this is gonna end poorly. We just don't know when. <laughs> is it is it because you're just jumping on the back of Joe Burrow and you just you just trust in him? You know. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I think it's just Burrow is just unflappable, which is fantastic. I mean, I mean Dalton was a great quarterback before, but he wilted big moments. Same with Carson Palmer. So it was. Yeah, you always felt like something bad was gonna happen, but with Burrow, it's just. Feel it, and then you know, with the whiteouts and everything, they're all just super selfless. And I mean, they whoever gets the ball, they're very supportive of blocking, they're running the appropriate routes, and not clamoring for balls. It's always, it's just very, they're a cohesive unit, and I mean, they're very selfless. Yeah, just I don't feel like it's there's it just all works. That's, that's probably the best way to put it. That's a good spot to be. Yeah, Burrow's got that special quality, man. Like you brought up just beating the Chiefs in the regular season too, like towards the end of the year, right? That's where they clinched the division. That was a that was a big victory. And then, you know, I, I would just kind of thought, oh, they can't do it twice when they played them in the playoffs and they got down early. And I just thought, uh, they don't think I just think this is where it ends for them. And then um they proved me wrong. Like the the Chiefs got a little, they got a little like I don't know, like a little sloppy or tried to do a little too much with that screen pass to Hill before the half, um, which could have given them some more points there. And then after that play, the Bengals just took over and Burrow and Jamar Chase and the defense stepped up and only allowed three points the second half. And yeah, I just I, I, I just couldn't believe it. But as soon as the second half started going the way it did, I just knew, well, Bengals are, Bengals are going to take care of business tonight. Yeah, I don't know what it was. I mean, it didn't look like they really changed much of anything from a schematic standpoint. It was just kind of just all started falling their way. And took well for them to wake up. Yeah, maybe the first half they're just you know coming, coming they, out a little they, sloppy, a little slow. They are a slow starting team though. Every every game I've seen this year, it's kind of been like, oh, you know, you get through the first quarter and then they really take off the second, and then after the half, it's just night and day. Um, so Jamar Chase wins, um, rookie of the year. That's pretty oh, yeah. awesome to have that happen a couple of days ago during Super Bowl week. And I, I read this week that, uh, the Rams plan to put Jalen Ramsey on him. I, I don't think they can just throw one guy at him. They're going to need, it's going to need to be a team effort, but how big is, uh, Jamar Chase been for you guys this year? Oh, he's massive. I mean, he was that missing component in the offense last year. And, I mean, obviously, they had that whole debate whether they should go line or if they should go with Chase and kind of rekindle that chemistry. And it was – I mean, that obviously was the, the 
a linchpin for everything. I mean, once they put him in there, it was just boom. The offense took off. I mean, you had, you had Chase doing a ton of stuff over the top, which was great, but it also opened up things for Boyd and Higgins and Uzama. And then, you know, that forces the secondary and the rest of the defense to really pay attention to mixing and mixing gets going. And I mean, their line is realistic. Let's be honest. They're terrible. You know, yeah. especially on that yeah, yeah. on that right on that right side. But I mean, Burrow got sacked uh, the most of any quarterback in the NFL this season, actually. Yeah, no, and it's like, but that masks some of the weaknesses of their line. So it's been huge because it forces you to be honest. All three of those guys could be, you know, a number one wideout on the right team, and you gotta you gotta respect that. How would this team be different if AJ Green was still there? Playing in this game, playing in the season. Ah, uh, well, that's tough. I think he would be a good. He'd be relegated to like a third or fourth option. So I think he would probably, you know, he'd take a back seat to the the big two or the big three if you want to go that way. But um, I don't know. I it, it's sad because I mean I loved AJ for so many years, and then he, uh, I don't know, he just seemed to really like kind of dial it in towards the end of his Bengals career. And I was like, oh, man. You know, he, he would have some things to offer. You can see it in Arizona that he did well uh, on most things. There's a few routes that were kind of sloppy, but still had a lot to offer. But he'd be a great weapon to have, just not not a primary target. Yeah, he tried to uh, take over that Fitzgerald role in Arizona, maybe trying to chase a title, but he I think he joined the wrong the wrong team, right? <laughs> Immediately leaves and they go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, let's stay on Burrow for a second. So I brought up stats of what I think is sort of our next generation of top quarterbacks in the NFL. So on my list, I got Mahomes, Herbert, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. Those are the four that I think, you know, they're either in their second, third or fourth year. Um, I think like without a doubt, they're all going to have very special careers. I brought up their second year stats here for you because Joe mm-hmm. Burrow's in his second year. And I just want to go through them, compare them a bit. Do you want to guess? I'll, you want me to stay the stats and you tell me who, who do you think those were? Yeah, I think, I think I can, I can handle that one. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here's where I thought, I think this is, this is the one the, of the four. This is the one that probably had the worst second year. So, um, one of those four threw for 59% completion percentage, 20 touchdowns, nine interceptions. They were sacked 38 times. They did have five game-winning drives, though, in that season. That, to me, sounds like Josh Allen because he was a little erratic in the first two years before he started. Nailed it. Yeah. Yep. You got, really producing. you got that one right. Yeah, only 20 touchdowns. Pretty surprised by that. Still pretty good ratio. Not as great of completion percentage as you'd like to see. But um, I think, uh, you know, that's before him and Diggs really started clicking in his third year. All right. Now, I think this is like pretty close, but I'll give you who I think should be in third. Um, 66% completion percentage, 38 touchdowns to 15 interceptions, uh, was sacked 31 times, and also had five game-winning drives. That's that's Herbo. Yep, yep. Justin he's Herbo. A, he's, <laughs> he, I, I have a soft spot for Herbert. I like him. He's a, yeah, he got a that, cannon. 
That was this year, by the way. They're in, he's in the same class as uh yeah, as, as Joe Burrow. Um, all right, second on the list, 70% completion percentage, led the NFL, 34 touchdowns, 14 interceptions, and three game-winning drives. That's uh Joe Burr. That's Joey B. Yep, 70% completion percentage. Are you kidding me? I know that's 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 his he is undoubtedly the smartest quarterback i think out there pretty incredible he was sacked 51 times to have that high of a completion percentage (laughs) and then be sacked 51 times i know it just doesn't get rattled yeah yeah i mean he can't can't process danger (laughs) (laughs) that doesn't even show how many times he was rushed or you know someone got a hand on him or whatever but um and then and then number one on that list 66% 66% completion percentage, but there, here's really where he separates himself. 50 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, MVP of the league in his second year. Yeah, I remember that one. That, Patrick that Mahomes. Mahomes. <laughs> and, you know, you could say, okay, like Joe Burrow really didn't get a a, a, a complete rookie season, but, um, you know, Mahomes only had one start his rookie season, and he came out with that yeah. in his second year. So Yeah. I know he he surprised me. I, that leap in the second year was something else. I thought he was pretty raw coming out of college. He didn't show much that first year because he didn't play much. And the one game he had was kind of, like, you know, it was it was cool, but it was nothing like surreal. And then he exploded on the scene the next season. And who do you think? Uh, you know, let's let's remove Joe Burrow from this conversation. Um, of the other three, who do you think wins the most Super Bowls in their career? Mm, of those three, I'd still have to say Mahomes. He's yeah. he's he's got everything. He's got the coach. He's got the playmakers around him. He's got the athletic ability. He is. I mean, he just he has it all too. Yeah, I mean, it's a long career though, right? Like Brady had to reinvent himself several times. You know, it's not just the same. Not the same crew. Gronkowski didn't show up until what, like the fifteenth year of his career, probably or tenth, you know, twelfth uh, year of his career. Way so. back, way, yeah. I mean, and, you have to go through a lot of regimes, and and maybe you know if you get lucky, you have the same coach for the whole time. Um, but you have to have a good team, good organization, talent showing up. Yeah, we'll see. But there's a lot to happen here. These guys are all young. Oh yeah, I I know it's it's funny because you know Mahomes is. Everywhere on commercials, advertisements, all over, you know, ESPN, NFL Network, and everything. And you have to remember, it's what three years, four years that he's been around, and it's like that feels like it's been forever. But four years is nothing in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, I mean, they're just they're just good every year. Even this year, they stumbled and they almost made it back to the Super Bowl. So pretty crazy. All right, back to this game. Let's spend a minute with on the Rams here. So, first question: This game is in LA, SoFi Stadium. Does that mean anything? Is that any advantage to the Rams at all? Or are we just tossing that out? I would say it, it's kind of a because the Bengals have been great a tie? on the road. Yeah, the Bengals have been good on the road, and it's just they they seem to thrive on that in that kind of environment where it's just them. And, you know them against the world, and they seem to do really well under those circumstances. And then the Rams, you know, being home, it takes you're in the comfort of your your house. You have the routine going. 
um, you know, a lot of the distractions are kind of thrown out the window. And so I think it's kind of just, it washes almost. Mm. Um, but if I had to say, if I had to give it one way, I would actually give it to the Bengals. And that's not me being the homer. <laughs> <laughs> we have to take everything with a grain of salt, but. <laughs> no, yeah. No, but I, I would say they just, they seem to thrive. It's just football and football. Only. All right. All right. Um, all right. Rams have um, Aaron Donald, probably the best defensive player in the NFL. He's not going to give Joe Burrow much time back there, right? They already have, like we discussed, a weak offensive line. He had, and then, you know, meanwhile, he had almost, you know, 12 and a half sacks this season, four forced fumbles. Uh, he disrupts a lot, right? You have to, you have to throw a lot at him. And then meanwhile, Von Miller's been kind of stepping up for them in the playoffs as well. I mean, forget he was Super Bowl 50 MVP. So um, it's not a, uh, that's, that's a pretty tough front four there. Yeah, they got, they have a, an array of weapons up front. I mean, Donald just commands so much attention yeah. and he just shortens the, the amount of time you have back there. And more often than not, it's going to flush out, you know, Burrow or any, any quarterback. <laughs> that and you got the, uh, you know, you got the rest of the defense to clean that up. So. I'm scared. I'm going to be honest with you. He gives me a nightmare. <laughs> my dog's barking. It's like, you see Matumbo? Oh, hey, Matumbo. <laughs> okay, I'll let him out. One second. <laughs> All right. We'll bark outside. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get it. No, same thing. Dog see something and wants to just go outside and bark at whatever. Bark at the air. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. Cooper Cup now, meanwhile, um, maybe should have even won MVP, uh, for this team. Best receiver in the NFL this season. Um, broke all kinds of records. Uh, you know, kind of same deal with Jamar Chase, right? Like, you can't just throw one guy at him. You're going to have to, it's going to be happy a team effort. Um, you know, what, what do you, what do you, what are you going to do to like slow this guy down? Any, any idea what the Bengals can, can do there? To be honest with you, I have no idea how they're going to stop that. His route running is phenomenal. He just seems to find open spaces nonstop. And he's not, you know, he's not just a, a short or intermediate route. He's everything. And I kind of look at it, you know, their best bet would just to be keep it in front of them, kind of like they do with, you know, Hill. When they face him twice, there's a lot of too deep safety and keep the ball in front of you. And don't get beat. Other than that, I, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, though. They had a good test run with Hill. I mean, he is he is one of the best out there. Um, <laughs> Stafford. So he's been doing exactly what they had hoped they would do um, when they brought him in. You know, they thought that he could do what Jared Goff couldn't and sort of get things done in the playoffs. Um, to kind of show that uh, they were right. Um, they, you know, they kind of threw that game away against the Bucks, but they got the ball back towards the end. Stafford takes them down. They get the game-winning field goal. Um, they eliminate Tom Brady from the from the playoffs. Turns out to be the last game of his career. So I think Stafford's uh, been pretty good for them. I don't think he's infallible. He's not the best quarterback in this game by any means. But I don't know. What do you think? He's he's got a good. He's got weapons. I mean, he's people think they go, he's a loser because he came from Detroit. But I mean. Everyone suffers in Detroit, let's be honest. 
And I mean, he's he's pretty clutch, surprisingly clutch. He's got he's got a good arm. He went through for was it like forty one touchdowns this year. I don't know, something. It was up there. I was pretty surprised. And he he's a he's got it. The only thing my concern with him is he's turnover prone, and you know I think the Bengals are going to have to capitalize on that. And whether that's getting out early and forcing him to throw more or pressuring him, who knows? But I think I think that's where they can get him is uh, forcing him to making a bad throw. Yeah, yeah, you're correct. Forty-one touchdowns, four game-winning drives, only seventeen picks, so he's pretty efficient. Doesn't turn the ball over too much. Although I think I do remember early in the season him having a little bit of a turnover issue. Um, oh yeah, it was and like it was like in like November or whatever. Like that stretchy yeah. game played by the Titans and everyone else and just kind of exploded. But I just think back to that Niners game last week and you know, he had that little wafted ball that heart drop. It's like that would have been a game changer. He's he's good for one of those silly throws every once in a while. So Oh yeah. Oh yeah, he definitely is. Um, be on your toes. And then another storyline to watch here this week. So um, you have Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, you know, think about where his life was eight weeks ago in uh, you know, stuck in stuck in Cleveland, which you know <laughs> is something that is 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 not great in any walk of life, right? To be stuck in Cleveland. So here he is playing in a Super Bowl for the first time of his career. It's pretty uh pretty cool to see what happened to him. And he's not been just doing nothing either. He's he's been actually getting some production. Oh yeah, he's he's had a little bit of a career renaissance. He's Still dangerous. You got speed. You can make acrobatic catches. It's uh, that's going to be a challenge too because he he's one of those guys that just when he's motivated, he's dangerous. Yeah, they've got a lot of stars on their team. So I mean, let's see. We're going to find out if they're like the Lakers with the star. You know, they have a lot of stars, but you know, it doesn't really work together. I mean, obviously, it works a little bit. They're in the Super Bowl, but we'll see. We'll see if it all comes together for them. My fingers are my fingers are crossed that they're not. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the who's the best player in this game for you? Oh, uh, without a doubt, Aaron Donald. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be realistic with that. Dude's a just a monster. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, I know you're not a big gambler, but I pulled up some uh, Super Bowl props. Thought we'd have a little fun going through going through some of these, seeing if there's any value out there. Should drop a couple couple dollars on any of these. Oh yeah. All right. Team to score the longest touchdown. Who you got? Hmm. I want to give it to. I would give that to the Rams, just because Stafford's got the cannon. He's got the, the two deep threats, whereas Burrow's more of a analytical, you know, quarterback. He's like, I'm going to pick the most efficient and safe option and keep the ball moving. Whereas Stafford's just. Let me chuck it in the air and hope one of these guys gets it. Although for sure, Jamar Chase can make a couple of guys miss and and have a forty five yarder potentially. Oh yeah, yeah. He's 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 got those that little first move right before he catches it or right after he catches it that just seems to throw defenders right off and he just makes him pay. But if I was gonna be if I was gonna put some money down, it'd probably be the Rams. All right. Um. Super Bowl MVP. So let's throw out the quarterbacks because I think, you know, Vegas seems to think if whoever wins, the quarterback that of that team is likely to win MVP. Let's throw them Fair. out. Let's yeah. say, give me one MVP if the Rams win and one MVP if the Bengals win. That's not the quarterback. 
I would definitely say Cup for the Rams. I mean, he just gets receptions, and he's he's the one that makes that offense go. Yeah. On the Bengals side, I would say Mixon because he, you know, the Rams have shown a little bit of susceptibility to the run, and you know, I think it was the Tampa game he was getting gashed by Fournette pretty good in the beginning, or they were sorry, the Rams were, and so I think I think you could get some there because you know Ramsey's going to shut down Chase. Not shut him down, but he's going to limit those receptions. You know, it's going to be the focal point. So, yeah, yeah, I would, I would say Mixon. All right, well, you can get Mixon at thirty to one. You get Cooper Cup at six to one. So maybe some value there if you don't think the quarterback of the winning team has a a great game. I, maybe there's some value there in the second choice. I will say a a good value pick would also be Higgins because if you're going to be throwing oh. up against Chase. And the in the Rams second quarter, I forgot what his name is, but he's not he's no stud. So I think I think Higgins is a he's he's got some value too. That's your long shot. That's your long shot pick. Yeah, he that paid pretty well. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Hey, but these these Bengals were what one hundred twenty before the season, right? Yeah. Before the season, one twenty to one. Jeez. Yeah. That's good value. That's some good value right there. All right. Team to record the first sack. So they've got Los Angeles here, a two-to-one favorite. Any thought to take in Cincinnati here? Any chance that they're going to get it done? Pays pretty well. I, I would say it's, it's reasonable. I mean, yeah, Hubbard off the side. You got just a beast off the side. You got all of them. Um, you know, you got Hilton. But he blitzes off the, out of the corner position. He, I, I can see that happening. I can see that okay. Yeah, it could just be a matter of who gets the ball first, right? All right. <laughs> Will either team score a safety? Yes, pay is plus 750 if you think it's possible. I would say no, though. Safeties are so rare. You know, the only major safety I can think of was that Peyton Manning. Yeah. First play of the game, Where, wasn't it? Yeah, which was phenomenal. Whoever took that as being the first score. I think any, somebody any did. score. I believe somebody crazy. did, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was that was an omen too. <laughs> I think that, that <laughs> was like be a bad day. You know, like first play, it was like run, pass, like interception, touchdown, safety, and it would pay like an insane number. Oh my gosh. And you know um, someone did it. They're like, oh what's what's the what's the harm in doing that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our over under for Joe Burrow passing completions is twenty four and a half. Taking the over or the under? I'm going to take, I would take the over. I'm going to okay. be a risky, I'd be a risky guy. I mean, okay. you're, you're, only for the reason that they're most likely going to try to either run a lot or, I mean, extend the running game with short passes and get those cheapies. Okay. Okay. Odell Beckham over under five and a half receptions. I'd take the over on that one too. Jamar Chase is 50-50 to score a touchdown. I would take that. He surprisingly, when they get, like, they don't they don't really necessarily thrive in the red zone, which is strange. <laughs> and I mean, I mean, you would think so, but they don't. I mean, and when they're in, they are in the red zone, usually Chase ends up getting it. Higgins gets a few. Uzama got a couple, but most of the time it's been Chase scoring those touchdowns. So I would say, yeah. 
Okay. Okay. And lastly, I think there's always some kind of fun with these ones. So uh, exact winning margin or like ranges. So like if you think Cincinnati is going to win, you can pick that they'll win, you know, by a certain like number. So if like Cincinnati wins by either one through six, that pays 350. So if you think they're going to win on a last minute field goal, for instance, you get three and a half to one on your money. If you think Cincinnati is going to win by seven to 12, you get seven to one. So is there any value in sort of picking a Cincinnati exact winning margin here? Like, do you see this game going a certain way? Hmm. I tend to see this as being a pretty close game. And I mean, most of the time, these games come down to a field goal. They're pretty close. We've been pretty lucky with Super Bowls in the past years, but I think historically oh Super gosh. Bowls have been kind of bad games. But if you look at the last like five to ten years, we've had just some incredible ones, you know? I mean, I think yeah. like obviously the, the greatest one was probably Falcons Patriots, not to get us off topic, but there's been so many close oh, yeah. ones over the years. Oh, yeah. I would say yes, because I, I just want to say it's going to be a close game, especially the relationship between you know Taylor and McVay. They know each other pretty well. And that, you know, having, you know, Taylor having been on the coaching staff for two years before he went to the Bengals. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that just tends to be a chess match where it's back and forth. And they tend to be pretty close. Um, the last Ram Super Bowl was one of the worst Super Bowls I've ever watched. Uh, oh, the that, Patriots that was just, a 13, that 13 3 stinker. <laughs> yeah, it just put us to sleep, man. That was just, just a terrible game. Yeah, that one was pretty bad. I don't like to think about that one. <laughs> well, yeah, want- I, I, I think I remember one play out of that game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you want to see something similar? I mean, I'm sure you take it. You take a boring Cincinnati win over exciting Cincinnati loss, right? Hundred percent, hundred percent. I have value in that though, just because I have to think. Maybe I would say if you were to pick Cincy and go pick that three, I think you'd be safe. Just because McPherson's been awesome and he's been. He's been hitting everything. And so, you know, being a close game. He's a rookie, isn't he? He's a, he's a beast. Yeah, he's a rookie. Fifth round. Everyone laughs because no one picks a kicker. But he's been the difference in so many games. And it's paid off. I mean, they, they beat the Titans by three. They beat the Chiefs by three twice. He might be the only one on that team that has more confidence than Joe Burrow. Like, that guy just makes kicks, huh? Oh, he's insane. He, I mean, I remember when they first drafted him and they're talking about his pregame ritual. They're like, oh, he wears like a little heart monitor and before, you know, on his wrist to kind of gauge his pulse. And I mean, he just tries to get it to the point where there's no change in his, in his heartbeat. And so he's just, he's freaky. He just goes out there with, you know, this confidence that's, it's not, it's like, it's not arrogance at all. It's just like, I know I've done this a million times, so I'm going to do it again. And uh, it's weird because I've had terrible Bengal kickers for the past couple of years. Yeah, Randy Bullock, Fat <laughs> Randy, they've always whiffed. And so it's it's good to see a kicker go out there. I'm like, oh, this is going to go in. <laughs> that's a good feeling to have. Yeah. He's made some big ones in the yeah. last month, too. All right. Yeah. I think that's it. I mean, okay, here. Sorry. One more. We know you're taking the Bengals over under for the game, 48 and a half. I'm taking the under. Taking the under. All right. Low scoring Bengals victory. On a McPherson yeah. game-winning field goal. Yeah, just because both defenses, they show up. They show up. You know, it also like kind of 
it kind of bodes well for defense in the Super Bowl because there's just a lot of commercial breaks, a lot of downtime, half times twice as long. It's really hard to get in a rhythm from that perspective. Um, and it gives the defenses a lot of time to catch their breath, as opposed to like, say, the end of the Chiefs Bills game when everyone was completely gassed. Exactly. And I mean, like, how many Super Bowls have we seen that have been, you know, defensive showcases outside of maybe that stretch of Falcons, Patriots, and Patriots Eagles? I mean, the Chiefs got, they got, they got smashed on all last year by the Bucks. And then the Super Bowl before that, the Niners were shutting them down until they didn't uh, Mm -hmm. more on on them. Um, You saw, obviously, the Seahawks. In both their Super Bowl, they still played solid defense. Uh, right. You had the right. Broncos, Broncos killing it too. So yeah. defenses yeah. tend to thrive. Yeah, you're correct. All right, Eric, it's been a pleasure. I'm rooting hard for your Bengals. I'm hey, all in with you. I will. I will give you a call when they win. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks so much for doing uh, this. This has been great. Well, man, thanks for having me. It was good talking to you. And that does it for season two of Talking Shop. If you like the show, subscribe. Thank you for listening and enjoy the Super Bowl. Take care, everybody. Have a great offseason.